driving the um, the small man's car. Yeah, that's not the win. What's that? That's not a win. No, <laughs> no uh, Barry's got the other car today. Is this, and this is the annoying thing about having two cars now. Oh yeah. Because now there is the negotiations of the cars. Oh, but who Whereas gets as soon as we sell the spark. It'll go back to just yeah, like... They're both, they're both under your business name, aren't they? So yeah, yeah, both mine. So then, like, what's, what's the negotiation? What's the negotiation that's going on? Shouldn't you just be like, well, you just take the one that I don't want? I know, it should be, it should be, but I'm just too nice. It's always been your problem, Mickey. <laughs> the, the annoying, the really annoying thing is that the new phone, they've got a UB... Oh, you've got a new phone as well. Oh, yeah, but what ifs? I told you I upgraded my life. Car, new phone. Um, it um, doesn't do. connect well in the new me. <laughs> uh, it doesn't connect to the thing, so I can't really use it the way. Like, I don't have a proper cord to make it go Apple oh. Play in that car, which is a pain. Anyway, it's small. It's a minor thing. Mm. It's not worth complaining about, so I don't complain. Yep. We just have to sell the spark. We just haven't gotten around to it yet. Mm. Do you want a car? No. And if, if I did, it wouldn't be that one. Spark. Easy to park. Mm. It's easy to park. Yep. So I, end up, I found I prefer, a, I prefer a giant vehicle that's almost impossible to park. <laughs> oh, oh, go, hey, that's actually, membership. there's something though. When we took our van down to the rust surgeon. To the where? The rust surgeon to get the oh, rust yeah. sort of around the thing. At, um, at, well, first of all, we were having battery problems with it. So that was before I had, that was the day before we had battery problems with this one. Um, and AA came out and they said, oh, the last person that sold you a battery sold you the wrong size. Ah. So, so now it works, at least. And then took it down to the rust surgeon and he's got to fix the rust around the windscreen, which will be about two and a half tops, maybe, which is what we sort of expected it would yeah. be. And he said, other than that, this is one of the best conditions oh, of these vans. And he said, you should try and get a million miles out of it. Mm. And I'm like... A million miles? Yeah, it's already at <laughs> 600. Oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> So actually, it's not, it's not such yeah, a, um, not a grandiose... No, but now you've got two other cars. Yeah, I know. I know, but that's, the van is a specific, you know. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So I've, I've done uh, like 60,000 Ks in my, in my van. Yeah, nice. Do you have van life um, plans this summer? Uh, yeah. Set? Yep, just cruising. Just cruising all over the place. You've got no set fans. <laughs> <laughs> That's that oh yeah, no cruising. Yeah. Uh, I'm going I'm going to I'm going now to Hawks Bay tomorrow. Oh cool. Yep. Got some handyman work to do down there. It fix up your shed? No, that shed it's oh, the fence. Finished. No like uh, some um, paving uh, some paving. Cool. Yeah. Never done that before this. Don't know how it'll turn out. YouTube. Yep, nature. Yeah. Need to do that. Yeah. I do like to do the things last minute. What, like figure out how to do yeah, YouTube, how to do the paving. Out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just in time. I like to do Justin's. Yeah. Just in time maintenance. Just in time. Wow. Um, handyman work. Yeah, nice, nice. Mm. Off to Rotorua on Saturday to do some hiking and some running. Ah, uh, nice. And so that'll be good. Take it in the van? Yeah, no, because we can't, can't get a warrant. Uh, the uh, thing, so we'll take the car and we'll take the big blow up tent. You've got the same tent. Do you still have uh, your yeah. tent? No, we sold it when we got the van. Yeah, so we've got the tent, um, and so that'll be good. We'll just yes. put that up. 
Let's get this episode going, man. I haven't yeah. got anything left to say, hardly. Yes, yeah, right. well, we've been recording the last four minutes. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Great. Well, now I'll have to double check that I didn't say anything. That oh, you didn't. I was monitoring me, it sound quietly. Like jerk. No, no, no. You just sound the like jerk a... that I am. You sound like a jack of all trades, actually. Jerk of all, jerk of all trades. Jerk of all trades. Um, oh, anyway, talking about the vans. So I re-listened to um, our last episode, mm. as you do to prepare for the next episode. And um, I realised we were talking about my van trip yeah. across the desert to the Phoenix. And then and then you said, oh, yeah, and the way back was went, went, all, went a lot smooth, more smoothly. Yeah. But actually, it actually didn't. I'd just forgotten about the uh, story the story of coming back, which is quite... Oh. Not well, as... Um, probably not as stressful as story, but like a bit of a more funny story. Okay. So... <clears throat> Came back uh, from Phoenix, back towards LA, drove through Joshua Tree National Park. Yep. And then into Joshua Tree, and then came up to um, another town called Desert Hot Springs. Okay. So real, like a real desert town, like yeah, it's flat. Yeah. There's houses and stuff, but... Is it resorty or not? No, no, no. So like um, like the poor man's version of Palm Springs. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. So quite a few trailer parks and um, a lot of desert. Like even there there was houses and hotels, but the next to them was like empty lots. Oh, wow. But like if you just looked at the land, you'd be like, I'm in the middle of the desert. Like an empty lot. Yeah. It doesn't have grass or anything. It it just has sand and... Thing. So all the grass around there, so like the hotels and stuff have grass, but it's obviously all just planted and constantly yeah. watered because yeah. grass doesn't grow otherwise. Anyway, so I spent the day in the library, as you do when you're on tour yes. and you need to work. Yeah, 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 yeah. The most underrated uh, remote working spots mm-hmm. are the libraries. Free internet, flyer, way better than a cafe. And... um. So I was at the library and I'm like, oh, I better find somewhere to stay tonight. Yeah. So I was going to stay there and then I was going to get up really early and drive into LA. Yeah. Drop the van off and then fly out. But I didn't want to get in the LA traffic in the morning. So I was looking around at um, somewhere to um, stay in the camper van. So I thought I'll, I'll pay for somewhere to stay because there's no, close you get to LA, there's no like free camping. Yeah. And um, so I found this place which was like Desert Springs RV Resort. Sounds good, eh? <laughs> oh, yeah, it sounds, sounds great, good. actually. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Photos were amazing. They had a pool. Yeah. Like a little um, a putting green. Oh, amazing. Um, lots of grass yeah. everywhere. It was really green and yeah. beautiful. And um, I thought, oh, yeah, so I checked out where it was. And I'm like, oh, that's just like... 15 minute driveway so I thought, I'll just drive there like I won't phone or anything yeah. I'll just drive there and then yeah. like, roll up so I arrived there and I'm like this doesn't look quite like I looked on the uh, on the internet <laughs> yeah so I parked up and um, and then I went I headed towards the office and as I as I was heading toward the office I thought oh there's a lot of sand here and then I realized it was the putting green because oh. <laughs> the flags were sticking out of it, but, oh. it, was, but it was just sand. Yeah. Oh, no. Like the sand had blown over it or whatever, and yeah, they yeah. hadn't yeah. kept it up. And I'm like, oh, okay. 
Yeah. This place is, is in a little bit of disrepair. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so then I walked toward the office and then I saw the pool. Yes. Which had like um, tape all around it, like safety tape all around it and it was oh. empty. Oh, and then the tennis court had like police, cape, police tape around oh, the corner, yeah. around the entrance to it. Yeah. And then the tennis court was covered in sand as well. And I walked into to the office yeah. and it was just full of boxes. Oh. Like just full of boxes yeah. and dust. Yeah. Also sand. Right. Sand and yeah. ground everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, oh, okay. I don't think this place is uh, Actually, as it was advertised. <laughs> yeah. So then I phoned the number. Yeah. And everything seemed open. Yeah. And people were driving in and out. I phoned the number, no one answered, and I thought, okay, fuck this, I'm just staying in another hotel. Yeah. This is, this is shit. So then I like finding hotels, and I'm like, the good thing about when you get, when you don't know where to stay or whatever, finding a last minute place at a good price is actually pretty easy. If yeah. you actually literally book it yeah. just as you want to check in. Yes, yeah, yeah. And that's like, like booking.com or something. 5 p.m. or something. Yeah. It's like the perfect time to. Okay, because they're known that they're not going to get room, so the prices will change. So, mm. so I think this RV resort per night it was seventy US dollars to stay there. Yeah, and the hotel was one hundred and fifteen. Oh, amazing! And the hotel uh, had um, an actual pool. Yeah, an actual pool. Yeah, but uh, fed from the hot springs. Oh, the desert hot springs. Oh wow! And uh, it had like an internal courtyard with palm trees and stuff. Yeah, it was actually really good. Like, not flash, but. But good, it's that fine. Yeah, yeah. So then I was like, oh yeah, I just stayed there. So <laughs> it was like on like a bad movie where a family, like on a family road trip or whatever. Yes. And the dad makes everyone go. Yes. And says, so oh, look at this place, like on the brochure. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. this place is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they go, they turn up there and there's like exactly serial what killers. Describe. And yeah, yeah. Sort of yeah. So that was it. So it, was a, it was definitely an adventure. Travelling across the desert in the campfire. And where did you actually have dinner that night? Just out of interest. Where did I have dinner that night? Was that with the dog and the owners and the locals? Oh no, that was uh, that was that was Palm Springs. Okay. I drove into Palm Springs. I did. Yeah. I drove into Palm Springs to have dinner. Yeah. Because it was like it was much better. Uh, yeah choices etc. Yeah, much better choices but it was still pretty quiet. Yeah that's right and then I, I went to the brewery and had a yep. beer, the dog was there. That's right. He was there, lying in the middle of the yeah. brewery and then I uh, went to a Mex another Mexican restaurant yeah. for, nice. for dinner yep. and I overate. Again, <laughs> I made the same mistake that I made on the way in. Did I made you? all of the same mistakes on the way in. Oh you did nothing. Poor planning. Yeah. Just, so what's the lesson there, Ken? Not sure what the lesson there is. I do, I actually think though that the learning that I took from that was wait, wait until last minute to book your accommodation. If, you, if you've not booked accommodation, yep. wait till last minute. Yep. Get a good deal. We actually did that when we were in Colorado, mm. where we were like, we, we just left it open to where to camp and yeah, realized yeah. it was Memorial Weekend. Oh, right, and there was yeah. nowhere to camp. And then we're like, right, let's go to Frisco. Went on to booking.com. I'm like, oh, I'm not sure about this place, but we'll do it anyway. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. It was so cheap, but the whole area was big. Yeah, funny. And um, I remember 
the good thing is when you're older yeah. and you have some resources and it doesn't matter if you have to pay mm. an extra, it was like literally $40 more, mm. it was ridiculously cheap compared to that horrible campsite. And I think that's what, that is something actually because when you spend so much of your time in life trying to save money and looking for the cheapest deal, yeah, yeah. you know, if you've been a student forever or you've had a mortgage that, you know, has really stretched you or whatever, to change that mindset that actually it's okay that you're, yeah. instead of paying 20 US dollars, you're paying 120 and you're actually getting yeah, to sleep somewhere. You just somewhere. do it, you're not, you're, you're, yeah, you're yeah. not worried. You're not worried. Like, I think I used to do that sort of thing and if I had to do it and then I'd be like, oh man, yeah. now I've spent all of this money and now how am I going to, I don't have enough money for next week or whatever, yeah. you know, oh man, that sucks. Yeah, like, yeah, it sucks does. not having yeah. resources for, it's okay in the normal flow of things because yeah. you just budget yourself whatever yeah but when those unexpected things come up it's yeah. really stressful so yeah it's good to be an adult and have money yeah uh, so middle of um monday's matter christmas edition launch. launch that's true and i think i spoke to you last week did we talk mm. last week about yeah, we did. yeah so the webinar as a lead magnet i think i either got my messaging wrong I think I got my messaging wrong because I did all the normal things I would normally do, but people just weren't picking up what I was putting down, basically. And so... Putting down the wrong things. Pardon? You're putting down the wrong things. I was putting down the wrong things, yeah. Yeah. Putting down the wrong words. And so um, I got, like, so standard sort of rates for show up. What you're looking for is around 10% of the people who signed your lead magnet. If you get that show up rate, that's actually quite good. And I ended up having 540 people sign up and had 65 people So I sort of went beyond that 10%. I'm like, hey, okay, well, that's fine. That's good. And then the lead magnet is just one part of it. And then you've just got to sell the plan. Yeah. And it's a short sale, actually, because normally I have about 11-day launch or, what, 10-days launching, but I'm only really launching for five days. So it is just a matter of... So I'm doing lots of social media. We've got some paid ads. Um, and so far, Wednesday, so we're open for another two, two days, like maybe 56 hours. And I've got, a, I think I have about 150 people signed up at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I actually set my expectations for this plan a little lower than usual. I think because of the time of year, I don't mm. know. Like I just thought, well, this time of year, it's going to be likely not to attract as many because people have a lot going on in their minds. So that's what I'm trying to speak to, actually. Yeah, because yeah, you really got to get people who are really committed to doing something like now, because mm. most people will be pushing it out yeah. till after. And, after my, and, and my messaging has been, don't push it out, because actually you're just kicking that can down the road. Yeah, yeah, but it's like, uh, you almost got to have people near the near the bottom yeah. of their experiences yes. to want to do that because yeah. if, if they're not really in pain from the situation they'll just push it out totally so because and it's the perfect time to push it out yeah if you're going to push it out this is when you, you would yeah. but then that means that maybe the people that are in there you'll be able to really help and you know what and i think as well like i feel like it's interesting my mindset around it because i feel confident enough to, and the plan, the usual model, how I normally do, 
that I'm not, I don't feel so tied to the outcome of this launch. Like, the webinar didn't go so well, so that actually helped my, I mean, no, webinar actually went great. It was a good webinar. But the, the, because the lead magnet didn't go as well, I sort of had managed my expectations around numbers. But also, you can't be attached to the outcome all of the time. I think I've sort of learned that this year. Like, I'm actually more, I, I'm hoping to get, you know, it would be great to hit 300. And if we didn't, well, that's fine. I've still got however many people in that plan that I'll be able to coach through for the next four weeks. Because the other people that are in there that, that haven't, aren't at rock bottom, which isn't quite what you said, but this is what I interpreted, yeah. other people who are just coming off the high of the last Mondays, actually. And we want Momentum. them to continue. Momentum. So you've yeah. almost got those two camps, right? Yeah. Yeah, that is interesting. But, um, but yeah. But, you know, we say this all the time. This sort of things don't go in straight lines. Anyway. Things don't go in straight lines. Existing things, existing channels, existing products, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. They just don't continue. Yeah. In the straight line. Yeah. It's got to be evolving. At some and point. and you mentioned something which I think will be a great idea is for us to sit down and actually have a process around what we do, and yep. get the dates sorted because I'm very. In my head, I'm like, yeah, it's around about this time, but I'm never very communicative until like three days before. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get yeah. sort this out. And also, and I think I need to be better at allowing my scheduling time to do what I need to do for that as well, and I'm just not. So be more process driven around the yeah, yeah. nuts and bolts stuff next year will be quite good. Yeah. 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 Yeah, if you have, like you just shift everything. You can, we could just shift everything out. Two weeks. Yeah. So then you, you just you just naturally end up with more time to yes. do it, but like still, but still set a yeah. set a deadline. Yeah. Well before the yeah. day that you start launching. Yeah, so totally. Everything, everything done. You know. It'll be much smoother. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm like, but I'm excited by it, and I'm excited that the people in there are excited by it. So that's always a good thing. Yeah, it's good. Um, so we were talking just. Earlier, we used up most of our material. Yeah. While we were just chatting. However, I am um, old, so I've forgotten a lot of what we talked about. Yeah. So we were talking about me because I um, on Tuesdays for me there's like a really long hard day. Yeah. That I've sort of um, uh, masterminded myself um, to my own detriment. But, you know, it starts early. I have, like, a long coaching call, which is quite intense. And then I go straight into, like, a full day's work. And then I work late to make sure that I can get everything done in the day. So I end up doing, like, a 12-hour day uh, where I don't really have any breaks or anything. And then, um, so you think, oh, yeah, that's good. You get get 12 hours of work. And and then... um, all of a sudden on Wednesday morning, you're like, you just don't feel like doing work. It's just like you've lost all focus. So then all, whatever productivity you, you had the day before, you haven't managed your energy well. So then Wednesday just turns into a bit of a write-off. Mm-hmm. Like I got some good stuff done today, but nothing like um, yesterday. So I just need to figure out how to just rejig things and manage my, manage my uh, 
energy a bit better so you don't just like cram everything into one day and then ruin every, everything else. Do you know, I think it's like I had moments of feeling like that when I first, this time around, dropped Unitech and just went um, my own business mm. and then sort of almost painted myself into a corner with how I'd organised my schedule. And I was then feeling a bit of a prisoner to a schedule that I'd set up. Mm. And then I realised, yeah. I'm like, oh, actually, I don't have to do, do X at this time. I can do that whenever I like, because it's my schedule. And, and so it's part of that, eh? Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, and then you've still got to find a balance. So, but you're, I think you're pretty good at it. You don't... So you don't end up, like, end up never... Because you haven't scheduled it and you never do the thing that... Yeah. That you know you wanted to do, but it's not your favourite thing. Yeah. So... You don't schedule it and do some other stuff. But. Do you know what's really helped, actually, is because Barry now only works four days, we just have three-day weekends. Mm. And so I move my clients from my Mondays to Thursdays, which I don't, um, which is fine, actually. I also dropped a couple of client hours, just so it's only, typically only two hours, although occasionally it's three, which isn't a lot. I know, and people sometimes will be going, oh, you only work three hours, but it's different. It's that yeah, in yeah, yeah. FaceTime. Um, and now every weekend is like a long weekend. And even though we're this to doing work over the weekend, it's not like Monday 8.30 mm. you should be yeah, at work. Yeah. It's, it feels a bit weird actually to be out and doing something that's not work, but it's really good. Yeah, yeah it's nice. Because then you also feel like a bit smug that yeah. you're not doing what everyone else is doing. Yeah. Right? That's how I feel anyway, when I do stuff during the week. Yeah. When no one else is, especially yeah. when it's stuff that it's actually sucks a bit when you have to do it on the weekend because everyone else is doing it at the same time. Totally, yeah. And just like, get, get yeah. out of it, man. And sometimes I'm wondering how do people fit everything in the weekend actually they mm. that they have to do? Yeah. You know, like all the chores and all of the ad, personal admin and stuff oh, like that. Oh, they just do that at their desks. I hope so. While someone else is. Well, I hope so, because. People do that. I mean, that's understandable. Yeah, I would do it, and I did admin. do it. Everyone expects that their employees will do some life admin while they're at their desk. Because otherwise, otherwise, jobs, human. Yeah, otherwise, job sucks. Totally. If you can't, like, do anything else. Other than, yeah. yeah. Swings and roundabouts. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. So, um... So you mentioned surfing is a thing you could do on a Wednesday morning. Yeah, just to... But yeah, active still, but refresh yeah. your mind. Yes. Something that you love. Mm. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Surf hasn't been very good, though, so. But, um, yeah, I think I did that last Wednesday. It was good. I mean, that's tough for me. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, it's awesome out there. Yeah. Anyway, back a little bit to business. Yeah. Is a thought experiment. Yeah. If you were to set a goal to 10, 10x your business over the next year, right? how would that change the things that you would be do, spending your time doing? It's a good question. Like? I would spend more time thinking about paid advertising and messaging my products. Because yeah. I actually think that's a large part of because mm. I actually think that I think that the, the product itself is good 
here. And I just need more... Distribution. Distribution, yeah. Yep. But also nurturing the people I have as well, yeah. which I do a pretty good job in some areas, but not a great job in the other. But to 10x... Nurturing your people you have probably won't. Well, yeah, that's not going to do it. That. That's why I feel like advertising, yeah. actually, scale and advertising. But that might mean bringing on more people as well, building team. Yes, this is this is the, the thought. This is why it's a good thought experiment. Because you're like, well, I don't want a ten x my, don't necessarily want a ten x my business. It would be nice, but it's like, it makes you think. Well, I can't just keep doing what I'm doing because doing, then I'll just be. The same growth. Yeah. Now, and it's like if you yeah. were like a year's time, and you're like, oh, I was growing the same as that I have grown in the last couple of months. That's what I'm thinking at the moment. Like, yeah. So this was raised by someone in our coaching. Yeah. It's like if you were ten x your business, how would that? How would you think about the things that you needed to spend your time doing? So for me, it would be like completely different. Yeah. I'd be doing completely different things with my time. The 10x yeah. my business, I'd have to find a bunch of big customers. Yeah. Can't, I couldn't just continue to find small coaching businesses to pay me $49 a month. Because then you would need hundreds of them, thousands of them. Yeah, actually. To 10x my business. Yeah. 2,000 of them. I'd need 2,000 of them to 10x my business over the next year. So. And the goal isn't like, so I'm not saying you need to 10x your business. You not even 10x your business. No. That's just part of the thought experiment to make yeah. you realise that you have to, you have to, it needs to be a big mindset shift. Yeah. Because even to, because then it's like, even to 2x your business, it needs to be a big mindset shift. So if you, te- if you say 10x, then it really makes you think. Because otherwise you go, oh yeah, I'll just do this a little bit, I'll do it a little bit better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's not really going to no. make any difference. And it's interesting as well, right? And I know this isn't what you want. I don't know where you were going with that, but it's interesting what you want out of business as well. So my business coach, Jill, she is she wants scale and she wants team. And her, and her, what she loves is the challenge of building her business and, and getting more revenue, not for money for her, but actually to build the business. Whereas my other... Um, business mentor in the past, Shantae, super happy with just chilling where she's at and actually doing the same old thing. You know what? Like, I think I'm a little bit more Shantae than I am Jill in that respect. I've got thoughts on this. Yep, go on. This changes over time. It can. For everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it would have for Jill because at first she would have been happy being and she didn't want uh, fitness team. coach. Yeah, yeah. Didn't want a yeah. team. Yeah. And then you get to that point, and then you're like, okay, maybe I would. Yes. And then you, oh, maybe I would do this, or maybe I do want yes. a team. Maybe, maybe I want to double my team. Yes. So you can never, you can never assume that this is where you want to be in the future. This True. is where you might want to be now. Yeah. But in six months' time, yeah, things will change. People just evolve. Yeah. Over time, as they. You know, you get used to the place you're at. Yeah. And then you want to yeah. step it up. So. And I do want to build. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm not saying that you, you will definitely want to do this or that in no. the future. But what you want will change yeah. over time. That's my thoughts, true. My thoughts on that. Yeah. So um, never, never say never or never say always. Yeah, you know, I agree, actually. Like, 
I think you're right. Like it, it's because I do personally want to build, but Tenex isn't in my. No, but that's just. That doesn't the, that, have to be. No, no, but that's just a thought experiment to yeah. make you think beyond where you're right now. Think more. It's really yeah. I don't want to. That wouldn't be. That would never be my goal to Tenex yeah. my business in the next year. Yeah. The thought experiment helps you to understand that you have to change your own behaviour. Yeah. And even, like, even if, so 10x, 2x, yeah. even 2x needs, unless you're already growing at 2x, yeah. still need to change it. Yeah, true, true. Hopefully there'll be smaller stuff. Yeah. 2x. Hopefully at 2x we can still have beer at like 4.30 on a Wednesday afternoon. Oh, that's because then you also got to manage. Yeah. As well. Like, yeah. You don't want your 2x, your business to... Uh, to 0.5x your yes, your, your lifestyle, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So yeah, so that's what I'm doing at the moment. Not 10xing my business, but yeah. looking for doing more like hand-to-hand combat sales type things. Yeah. Where I'm actively searching for bigger businesses that might pay me a lot more money because I can solve some problems that bigger coaching businesses have because they've got like right. hundreds or thousands of athletes and here to pay more to get those problems solved. It's a great idea. It's a really good strategy. And there are so many businesses out there waiting. Yeah. Yeah. Nice one, Ken. All right. That's us. Let's call it. Nice. Let's call it. And um, yep, we'll, we're back to our weekly cadence now. Yeah, I like it. Two weeks in a row. Yep, amazing. That's, and, uh, um, that's 100%. Yep, so we'll hit you up again next week. Yep, sounds good.